everybody, and welcome to Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast. This is a podcast where we evaluate the inconsistencies of the Royal Rumble match. Now, Jim, today, uh, this episode, this is a first because we're doing a Royal Rumble where there are two Royal Rumbles taking place. Yes, we're doing the 2018 Men's Royal Rumble, and therefore there's going to be a couple of changes in format here. Uh, the first being that usually we, at the beginning, talk about what's going on in the world of pro wrestling. For this episode, we're not going to do that because we'll save that for the women's because they actually were the final match of... Uh, this particular year. Now, the next episode, we're doing the 2019 uh, Men's Royal Rumble, which may be our, one of our more important shows, because it's the latest one to air um, since we, you know, when we're recording. Mm -hmm. um, so it's basically setting up all the rules that they're currently going by. But in that case, for the Men's Royal Rumble, we will go over the storylines and and what's going on around the wrestling world, because that one is the final match. Right. Bill, what did you think about... First, what do you think about there being two Royal Rumble matches since this is the first year that we're doing this? Um, You know, I, I, I wasn't sure what to expect going into it. I remember, you know, hearing the rumors, and then when they made the announcement, I was like, okay, let's see what we get. And... And I'm gonna, without spoiling it, I actually enjoyed the idea of having two Royal Rumbles, one for the men and one for the women, because, and I and I know where you stand on this to a certain degree. I do believe the women should have a chance, and I think they earned it. I think a lot of them earned this opportunity, and when we get to that episode, whenever that may be. Um, I will defend my case. Sure. Um, and it should be mentioned that the 2018 Royal Rumble, uh, like I mentioned, is two Royal Rumbles in one night. It's like a tradition that apparently will be continuing because they at least did it for 2019, and I definitely see it going forward. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're going to tackle it the same way we're doing it for this one as well. Um, I, You know, like I said, I, first off, the other thing is the... 2018 Royal uh, Women's Rumble is now the only Royal Rumble, I believe, that I have not seen. Uh, previously, the previous episode was the 2017 Watch Along. Uh, that one I hadn't seen as well, but I think we're now at the point that the women's... I did see 2019 women's, mm -hmm. but I didn't see 2018. It's the last one. Right. Uh, so let's go over the Roll Call of Champions. Okay, now for this episode only, we're only going to do WWE yes. because when we come back to 2018, we'll bring up Ring of Honor and Impact. So going into this Royal Rumble, AJ Styles is the WWE champion. Brock Lesnar is the holder of the Brock Lesnar Memorial Championship. Right. AKA the Universal Championship for our first time listeners. The Miz is the Intercontinental Champion. The United States Champion, and I apologize because I was running a little late getting ready, but our... Oh, no, actually, no, I'm not sorry. Yeah, I am sorry because uh, I wasn't quite ready yet, but Bobby Roode, <laughs> Bobby Roode is our United States Champion. Our SmackDown Women's Champion is Charlotte Flair. Our Raw Women's Champion is Alexa Bliss. The SmackDown Tag Team Champions are the Usos. And the Raw Tag Team Champions are Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins. Great. Our commentators for this match are Jerry Lawler, who apparently it's his return, Michael mm -hmm. Cole, Corey Graves, and Byron Saxton. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't have much in terms of free Royal Rumble stuff, probably because, I mean, if you're going to have two Royal Rumbles in one show, you don't have time for that shit. No, and then especially when it's as early as it is. Yes. And I, and I think we should mention that before we get into it. 
this is probably the earliest any Royal Rumble has ever been on a Royal Rumble event. Even 2006? I would think so, because I think this... If you're going by just the pay-per-view, this is the third match. I think 2006 was the third match. Uh, Check on that. While you check on that... Are, uh, it looks like they'll be coming out in 90-second intervals. And mm-hmm. I did notice that the wording of this is champion of his choice. So keep that in mind later on in the show. It was the fourth match. 2006 was? Yes. All right, so it's official. This is the earliest uh, a Royal Roll match has been on a show. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have anything else, and so, I mean, we could just go right into it. Yeah, let's just go right into it. So our intervals are going to be every seven and a half minutes. So let's jump right into it. With entries one through five, one, Rusev, two, Finn Balor, three, Rhino, four, Baron Corbin, and five, Heath Slater. And I have, during this segment, eliminated Rhino and Corbin. My first note is... Rusev Day is dumb, but it's over. <laughs> it is hugely over. Oh my gosh. I mean, it, it was, and, and I actually remember how this came about because Rusev had beat Randy Orton in some match. This was, I think, like three or four months prior to this event. Mm-hmm. And they did a quote unquote ceremony. And. Because he's from Bulgaria, that that's a that's a common fact. He is from Bulgaria, and he and they have this celebration, and it's and it's called Rusev Day. So after that, wait, why was there a ceremony? Because he beat Randy Orton. Okay, sure. Right. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. <laughs> my my memory's a little blurry, but I think that's what happened. And. Then we get Rusev Day, and Aiden English starts singing, and then it just becomes this chant, and it gets Rusev over tremendously. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, like I was watching, I was like, wow, like, it's dumb, and I don't get it, but it doesn't matter because, like, the crowd's really into it. See, mm-hmm. I remember, and I know you remember this back on, I think it was around WrestleMania 29. That's the one that you went to. Yeah. Remember how there was the thing with Fandango for a little bit? Oh, yes. It's, yeah, it started right about there. Now, would you say that Ruse of Day had as long lasting as Fandango's thing? I think it had a longer last than, than Fandango. Because mm-hmm. it was still going after this. I think it went all the way to like the summer when they finally broke them up. Right. All right. Uh, I have down here. I found Waldo. He's in the front row. <laughs> yep, I had that too. <laughs> yep, I had that in my notes. What else do you have? The first of many signs. Really? Throughout. I didn't and have that I, many. Okay. And, I got to applaud Philadelphia because this is some of the best stuff I think we've had. So I only have one for this first segment, and it's right at when they're done with the video package and they're going through the rules and stuff. There's a fan on the floor. You don't see the fan, but you see the sign, and it says, my grades got me here. Okay. So some – some young man or woman worked their ass off in school to get tickets to the Royal Rumble just by doing their schoolwork. Wow, good, uh, what a reward! I know, right? Um, I got a I got a Michael Cole quote. Um, and he only did one of these this time compared to the fifty-five that he did in twenty thirteen. He talked to Shawn Michaels. Oh, God, here he goes again. And Shawn Michaels said, winning the Royal Rumble match from number one was the hardest thing he ever did. Okay. Do you do you think, uh, do you agree with him? I'm 50-50 on that. 
Okay. Half of me thinks, yes, that's true. But the other half of me is, you know, holding back because of when we do talk about 1995. Okay. So I I, want to hold that thought. Mm-hmm. Or at least my thought to that quote when we get there. My, uh, my initial reaction is that, well, okay, I guess Montreal was an easy decision for him. <laughs> I know! <laughs> uh, let's see, I have Rhino, why? And then I get to have, I have a no saying ECW chance. And I think that's why I kind of asked you before you went on the air, where was this? And now mm-hmm. I kind of get it. Yeah. And also stuff at this point I was like, wow, this crowd is really into this match. Yeah. Which is not a very common thing like this early with no real significant people. But they have two people that start in Rusev and Finn Balor right. that are very popular. Mm-hmm. So in the in a popularity department probably could not have asked for two better people to start to just start this particular year's rumble mm-hmm. uh, uh, where is the popularity department bill is that next to the uh, men's clothing line uh i think it's also near the geography school oh, god damn it bill. <laughs> corbin beats up everyone after being eliminated yep um including Heath slater who so he came out Wearing and maybe one of the worst shirts I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it said, I got kids on it. Yes. And it made me hate him even more. <laughs> Why the fuck do I care about your kids? <laughs> well, okay. Is okay, there a have, reason for this? Okay, go ahead. Yes. Oh, we, we have time so I could describe yeah, please, or I could explain it. Please. So when they did the brand split uh, for Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Heath Slater did not get drafted to either show. Rightfully so. So he, for months, tries to get on to one of the shows. He's like, you should hire me. And he uses the line, I have kids. You know, he's using that as a support or as a cause to help him get a job. Mm -hmm. And this, this is another thing that just got over. You know, just by saying, I got kids, I need to have a job. Well, at least Corbin beat up Slater, too. Now, I I don't think Rusev deserved the beating, though. Because he didn't do anything to Baron. That's <laughs> true. Finn, I understand. Finn eliminated him. So I understand Baron's upset about that. Mm. Rusev didn't do anything. It's Rusev Day. Apparently every day is Rusev Day. Is that how that works? I don't... Yeah, that yeah. that's how it works. Okay. Just uh, like every day is a birthday, every day is Rusev Day. You know what? That's very, very true. I never realized that. Every day is a birthday. Yep, someone somewhere has a birthday. And they'll be singing, and then everyone else can sing the unbirthday song. Yep. Yeah. Now we go to six through ten. Six, Elias. Seven, Andrade. Cien Almas. Eight, Bray Wyatt. Nine, Big E. And ten, Sami Zayn. I have during this segment eliminated no one. Oh, interesting. Um, I, well, you I guess st- the match just went along that I didn't realize no one was eliminated. Well, I, it's you know, it's blank here. So I assume, because apparently that's my thing, is I just, instead of writing no one now, I just leave it blank. Go blank. blank. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Let's talk about this Ty Sami Zayn thing. Now, it's it's funny because the last episode we talked on 2017, I believe Ty drew 10 then as well. Yes. So. Because this goes to the perfect 10 gimmick. Right. So apparently he's lucky enough to get it twice in a row. But this mm-hmm. time he doesn't make it out. Right, because he gets beat up by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, the hero of last episode, Sami yes. Zayn. So will he be the hero of this episode? Not what? a chance. Uh, I mean, I wasn't even that into him on this episode. I was just like, eh. Yeah. 
can't you can't do it back to back. I understand. Um, I, now I gotta ask you, what did you think about? And because this is where the segment begins. Sure. The running joke of everybody knocks down Heath as they're coming to the ring. It was good because I don't like Heath, so. I didn't <laughs> Elias came in as he's strumming his guitar and he kicks him. Yep. It's pretty great. I think the I think the most disgusting one is the one with Big E where he takes the pancakes out of his tights and Where have they been? Oh god. I feel uh, like, like I always feel wrong now, like if I even want a pancake now, because I associate <laughs> them so much with that fucking new day group. Oh God! You know I'm I'm so thankful that my nephews ask for French toast instead of pancakes. Uh, I haven't had French toast in a long time. Have you ever, Have you ever had homemade or do you, do you do homemade French toast? Uh, I think I usually first off I don't cook, so okay. there I I probably would have bought my last French toast unless for some okay. reason I was treat. Well, no, that's still not homemade. I was gonna say or someone treated me to it because I didn't make it. Okay. Because usually my my dad will make it, and we just use like loaf like a loaf of white bread, and he just like butters it and puts some eggs in there, and that's how he makes it. Oh, so, mm hmm. What about Bill's breakfast habits? <laughs> sometimes it's sometimes a dinner habit too. So, oh, nice. Um. Okay. Back back to the action here. Uh, got two more signs. We have the Detroit Macho Man. Okay. Okay. I don't know who that is. Not only that, but why is this sign in Philadelphia? That's a good question. <laughs> and our other one, and we're going to have to question this, Zach still sucks, spelled S-U-X. Mm. So who is the Zach person? Well, let me ask you this. Was that Zach... Z A C K Z A C H Z A C Z A C. Okay, so that's obviously Zach Efron. That's the only person I could think of that. Uh... I, I I guess. By the way, no managers allowed. I forgot to mention. Yeah. That. Yeah. No. No managers in this. Because um, what's his face came out with Rusev and Andrade My... came out with someone. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, um, was uh, uh, his name's Andrade Almas, right? Yes. So Almas, uh, of course, hit Slater on the way in. But I noticed the announcers, or at least one of them, says that he's a third-generation competitor? Who's he related to? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Let me look this up real quick. Maybe they lied. Because I feel like that's something... Watch, it's someone like some lower card guy that someone barely has heard of. Right. That's why they don't say who's... Because you know them. They're like, he, he he's the son of uh, uh, of whoever. Uh, and, and they'll pound it into your brain. So uh, why don't I know who, who Andrade is related to? Well, that's because you and I have never heard of his grandfather and father. Well, there it is. So who is it? Okay, so his grandfather is Jose Andrade. He wrestled under the name El Moro, M-O-R-O. Mm -hmm. His father is known as Brillante. Okay. B-R-I-L-L-A-N-T-E. He has some uncles, uh, Diamante, Zafiro, Kevin, that... That is a <laughs> that is an actual luchador, Kevin. Uh, Big Kevin. <laughs> just just Kevin. Uh, Pentagon, not Octagon, okay. or not even the current Pentagon. I was just gonna say, is the Pentagon the 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 one no. I know? Okay. So. No. Wow. Uh, Espiritu Magico, Magico, mm -hmm. and he has a cousin. Who is Espanto Jr. Yeah, so, wow. Absolutely no one that I know of at all. And he had his first professional wrestling match at the age of 14. Isn't that illegal? 
Not in Mexico. Oh, in Mexico. Right, good call. Although, is anything... Never mind. I'm not even going to go there. <sighs> also, I have a note here. People love Rusev. Did he become a champ in 2018? Uh, <laughs> my notes. That's a... Did he? I don't remember. Or did he become champ? Actually, not a champ. Champion in itself. Also, before the segment runs out, I uh, uh, piggybacking off of Owens and Zayn, I was like, same Rumble bullshit. Why doesn't everyone beat up everyone else just to get in? <laughs> you know what I bet? I bet Ty was working out, and they, like the competitors probably are in like a special room before they go out, so they're protected. And then when they get out, they're, they're like let out, and that's how they go. Um, Ty was probably just stretching his body, and he got beat up so bad that nobody really cared. Mm-hmm. So did Ruzov become champ in 2018? Because this fucking fan reaction makes me think he should have. Uh, he did not. Wow. Way to capitalize, WWE. Way to capitalize. Unfortunately, he did not. Eight, seven, six, Alright. So now we go to 11 through 15. 11, Sheamus. 12, Xavier Woods. 13, Apollo Crews. 14, Shinsuke Nakamura. 15, Cesaro. And I have during this segment eliminated Sheamus, Slater, and Zane. Uh, this was, I thought this was pretty great, where Slater eliminates Sheamus. Oh, this, this got a, probably one of the biggest reactions of the night. This was like Shades of Undertaker Maven. Mm Mm-hmm. And the best was, it was on Sheamus' birthday. I, now that surprised me. (laughs) But everyone has a birthday. Right, because every day is Rick's day. Why did it surprise Why isn't that a shirt? Every day is a birthday. Why isn't that a shirt? I don't know. Well, maybe because they can't put birthday on a shirt. Yeah. Have you ever seen a shirt that says birthday on it? Mm, That's a good question. I say this because I remember years ago there was like some controversy of like you couldn't like you can't sing the happy birthday song. Like, a, you know, like on TV or stuff like that, because the, whoever was the creator was going after everyone for royalties. And also, so you got a whole bunch of, like, people singing, not renditions, but they would try to make up their own birthday mm-hmm. song and yeah. stuff like that. Now, I, I did see uh, the other day at work, a student, she had a sash on her that said, Happy I think it was like 10th birthday and whatever the kid's name was. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anyone have a sash for their <laughs> well, birthday. Girl Scouts or Cub Scouts? No, no, I meant for birthdays. Wait, I've isn't s- a sash just a, just a strap that you put like from your the top of your shoulder around your waist? Isn't that right? But I've, but I've never seen it used for a birthday. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I got you. I, I've seen a sash. Okay. I've just never seen it used for a birthday. Did you ask them about it? Uh, no. Okay. You should have. I, yeah, I should have. Uh, Michael Cole had the stupid comment of the night. I thought, I, I the Shawn Michaels thing I'll let slide, but this one was really dumb. <laughs> After Heath Slater gets eliminated, Michael Cole says, What an effort by Heath Slater! <laughs> He got beat up by, like, six guys in a row and did <laughs> one freaking move. <laughs> also, Shinsuke Nakamura's song was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I hate so much that they added worse to that song. That, yeah, that should have never happened. Now, and, look, and I know I've, ta- you know I've talked to my friend Rowdy Ross about this. And, of course, his thing... Was, well, you can't have people singing the song, which, to be fair, people were doing, which was fucking amazing in mm-hmm. this. Um, I'm like, well, then just change the song altogether. If you don't want, like, that doesn't make any sense. Why? It didn't make any sense to me. Plus, like, I, I think they do it at soccer events where they just sing random songs, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think at soccer, yeah, at soccer events. And then. 
it just transitioned into wrestling. I don't know when, but it, you know, some time ago. And Shinsuke's is a perfect example to just sing along to because there are no words. It's just the beat. It's the music. Mm-hmm. So what else do I have here? Um, yeah, no, just about Slater and, you know, I, I thought that was interesting. Like you said, the crowd was really into it. Uh, Xavier Wood still sucks. Um, that's about all I have for this segment. Um, let's see. I have another sign that says F Tom Brady. Wow. Uh, that was because the Philadelphia Eagles would play the Patriots in the Super Bowl the next week, okay. which the Eagles won. How about that? Uh, and then I also have Cesaro, king of the uppercut, mm-hmm. because he hits a shitload in the time that he's in there. Right. Like there's like there's like one or two where. Like, I watched it, and I thought, like, he had, like, maybe injured somebody's jaw because just the way that he hit it, it was like their face was going to be rearranged. Mm-hmm. You know, I really wish that, and I, watch, as, as I say this, something's going to happen because when we're recording this, there's a slew of people that are at least asking for a release. I wish he would ask for his release. I love Cesaro in, in Ring of Honor. Well, I'm, you know, I, it's just so weird because recently they broke him and Sheamus up as a team. Mm -hmm. So Cesaro is a singles competitor again. I mean, that's a better route to go, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. And the match that I saw, it wasn't too long ago, um, on Raw, he wrestled Cedric Alexander, who was a breakout in the cruiserweight tournament a few years ago. Yep. Super important. Yeah. They had a, a pretty good match on Raw. Mm-hmm. And they were showcasing both men equally. It wasn't, oh, Cesaro's the bigger man. He's going to power over him. They did it evenly down the middle. Right. So they actually showcased both men perfectly. Mm-hmm. So a rare compliment to WWE on that one. Yes, very rare compliment. Speaking of which, you know, I started to think maybe for since next week is 2019 meds. I should, as each person comes out, like during my discussion, I should just keep a list of how many people I'd like to be fired so that I could see them on like Ring of Honor or Impact or AEW. <laughs> There's, I guarantee there would be at least nine. All right, you're gonna go nine. Um, I'm gonna. I'm just guessing. Sure. I'm going to say you're going to go a little bit over. Not by much. Okay. Uh, do you so. have anything else for this segment? Uh, Maybe some really. wise words about Apollo Crews? Uh, I, man, you know, he, I'm sure he's a nice guy. But, man, that name is, it just doesn't fit him. Phil, what makes you think he's a nice guy? Maybe he's really bad and mean. You he just know. seems like a nice guy. Mm, I'm just saying you have no basis off of it. No, I I'm don't. not saying that Apollo Crews is bad. If I had met By him... Way, I don't need to pick on Apollo Crews. I'm just yeah, how dare you picking on a father of I don't know how many kids. No, I was going to say he was not That's father out. of the year. No. Oh, no, not like Titus. Now to 16 through 20, 16, Kofi Kingston, 17, Jinder Mahal, 18, Seth Rollins, 19, Matt Hardy, 20, John Cena. And I have during this segment eliminated Cruz, Woods, Big E, Cesaro, Mahal, Kingston, Rusev, Hardy, Wyatt, and Elias. That's a mouthful right there. Uh, But to finish your – or to finish what I was going to say – He's no Apollo Crews is no Titus O'Neil. He's, right, sure. he's not a celebrity father of the year. So I'm anyway, testing it. Okay. Uh, let's well, get. Do you want to talk, talk about how Lawler picked Ginger Mahal to win? Oh yeah, he just because during this, I, earlier in the in the match, 
Lawler asks the others who they thought was going to win. So when Shinsuke comes out, Byron Saxton, or as he's referred to during the match, BS. Um, <laughs> we'll, I'll get into that later. Um, he said Shinsuke's going to win it. And Corey hadn't made a pick yet. But Jinder Mahal comes out. And Jerry's like, oh, well, you know, Jinder Mahal, he's overlooked. And I, I see a lot of potential in him. I'm going to go Jinder Mahal. Um, okay, King, but he was WWE champion like two months before this event. Right. <laughs> um, and Michael Cole told a terrible lie during this. Um, he said that this was Jinder Mahal's first Royal Rumble match. And then he corrected himself later saying that it was his second Royal Rumble match. So I think he's 0 for 2 on that one. (laughs) By the way, didn't uh, Jinder go on a, um, when he was champion, didn't he go on a tour of India? He did. He, he did defend the title in India. Okay, so I, I was like, I vaguely remember this, even though I wasn't as caught up at this point. I was like, because I was like, that's obviously why he has the belt, because they're going to India. The funniest moment of Jinder Mahal's whole title reign is the night he wins the title. And because they have a Hindu commentary team, mm-hmm. you know, because they got to have the length the different languages so they have a hindu commentary team the video is probably still up on youtube and as gender you know is holding the title the commentators are like india number one india number one india number one and then there's another chat like gender 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 it is the it's like the most sincere reaction but it's so funny at the same time uh who's if I'm not mistaken, who did Jinder fight in India? Ooh, that's a good question. Isn't it Mr. Mm, the best? <laughs> uh, well, you check that out. Uh, Kofi did his yearly save. He did one foot hits the floor. His foot was on a pancake. It was probably the dumbest Kofi save of all Kofi saves. Um, but... You know what? Overall, I really started to appreciate more that this crowd was so into this match. Like that was very mm-hmm. noticeable to me. Yeah. Uh, oh, I oh, I love maybe one of my favorite spots of this match was when all the current guys gang up on Cena because fuck that guy. Yep. They were just all over on him. It's great. Also, there's a strong bad sign. Yes, I had that as one of my notes. Strong bad hashtag deleted. Yes. Uh, so who did you see if gender fought? Uh, you know. Uh, I'm mm. I'm actually still looking for that. Huh. Um, I figured that would have been a network special. I didn't think. No. Triple H did uh, things off outside of TV. That's Impact. I, I almost clicked on on an Impact taping that took place in India. <laughs> Uh, while you do that, let me uh, continue talking about this segment. So, yeah, we have Ginger, I feel like, was the, the big story from this one for some reason. Him and Kofi, the other guys, not so much. Um, and it's weird, like, I, it's so weird because this is a rumble that I'm already noticing. They're mostly focusing on their current guys and people are loving it. Mm-hmm. This crowd's super into it. And I, I feel like this should have been a message, but clearly they, it, it, no one read anything from that, from WWE. Yeah. Like I said, I still I still contend maybe it's been broken by the time this airs, but I doubt it. Can someone give me uh, a string of six weeks where WWE didn't bring someone back? I don't think it's you a- can do it. That's a good challenge. It's a great challenge. And yes, I do consider a non-wrestling role as a comeback. They can't do it anymore. Right. And everyone that's left, they didn't put anyone over for the most part. Like, every once in a while, maybe they put one one person. But 
That's the problem. They, but this Royal Rumble showed me so much that you, if you wanted to, you can focus on the current roster. And the crowd can be into it. Mm-hmm. All right, did you find Ginger's opponent? Uh, here we go. Yes. December 9th, 2017. Oh, the holiday season. Okay. So by this point, Ginger has lost the WWE title. Oh. And in the main event... He loses to Triple H. Mm, the best. <laughs> what an asshole. So they God went to India. It. So they went to India for the hometown hero, Jinder Mahal. The reason why they're probably even entering the country to begin with. Yep. So that Triple H go, mm, the best. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> God uh, damn it. <laughs> See, this is what I mean, because like you... Uh, look, I, I'll admit, I wasn't really watching it this time, so maybe, for right. all I know, Jinder wasn't getting a, as good a crowd reaction. But if he was, why would you do this to him? And Triple H wasn't even on TV at the time. Well, because he wanted to be the India hometown hero. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um, I do, I, I do have one... I have one note I want to mention real sure. quick. When John Cena comes out, Jerry Lawler says that Cena is his pick to win the Rumble Royal. Yes. He's doing it in honor of Hercules. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. There we go. <laughs> Eight, seven, six, five, four, and that beeping you heard before the countdown was Jerry Lawler's heartbeat going down. Wow. So anyway, 21 through 25... Uh, 21, The Hurricane, 22, Aiden English, 23, Adam Cole, 24, Randy Orton, 25, Titus O'Neil. And I have, during this segment, eliminated Hurricane, English, and Almas. Go ahead, you start off this discussion. Uh, I gotta start off with, when The Hurricane comes out, he gets a nice reaction. Mm-hmm. We get another sign. I don't know how I was able to read it, but I was. It said... Alan Pines loves this guy. Okay. So we need to find Alan Pines. If you are listening to this, Alan Pines. And who do they love? This guy. Oh, meaning him. Well, I I think the the person that was holding it just was making this guy a general reference. Oh, okay. So it could have been anybody. I gotcha. Did uh, Michael Cole say anything stupid during this segment? Uh, I feel like he would have for some reason. Not not that I had in this one. So, okay. At one point, I think we have uh, Cena and the Hurricane face-off. Mm-hmm. And all I can think of, and here's here's a story. So if you're ready for this. Um, right. let me, in fact, let me make sure. Do you have many notes that you need to? Because I think you're going to like this story. Oh, actually, I just remembered a, a stupid line for this segment. When Hurricane comes out... Michael Cole's like, the hurricane, he was very popular with the younger kids 10 years ago. <laughs> wow. Observation. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Because I guess this is basically taking the place of let's discuss the rest of the card because that's actually happening at uh, the, <laughs> the women's level. Yeah. yeah. Um, so back at – me and my friend used to play um, SmackDown vs. Raw 2005 simply for the GM mode. We would make our own stories and, like, in our head. Like, we wouldn't. And so each time, each season beginning, with like, uh, you know, right after WrestleMania. Right. We would have three people on our roster each compete in Money in the Bank. And so this one year, uh, someone from his roster won, and it was the Hurricane. Now, keep in mind, my friend hates Cena with a passion. Probably still does to this day. Um, so he and we always simulated stuff. So like he really didn't have any control of who would win and who would lose. Right. So of course Cena becomes champion and he can't get the belt off of him and he's very upset about it. But he also can't keep having Cena fight the same people because then in the uh, for the ratings. Um, they, if you do it too much, people get tired of it and they switch to the other show, which right. would be mine. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So at one point he's like, screw it. I'm putting it. That's it. Hurricane's cash getting money in the bank, and it's a ladder match. And he sets it up, and he's like, and you know what? Since it's money in the bank, we get to watch it. That's why he, that's why he chose ladder, because more than likely Hurricane, who's ranked lower in a game, has a better chance of climbing a ladder and grabbing a belt than actually getting pinned in a regular one-on-one right. as computer players versus each other. Mm-hmm. This was the worst ladder match I may have ever seen in my life. <laughs> the computer players literally, after fighting for a little bit, like, let's put it this way, Hurricane would... So when you're tired in mm-hmm. this game, there's a sound effect and you drop to one knee. It's like a, it's like a stamina bar. Uh-huh. And when you're out of stamina, the wrestler goes... And drops <laughs> down to a knee and then slowly gets back up. So these guys were fucking dead. So what happened was, every time Hurricane would set up the ladder, he would go... It would go... And then Cena would hit him. And then Cena would go for it and set up the ladder to go climb. And it went... As all it was for like five minutes straight. (laughs) Was them just getting one hit, getting winded and tired, and then the other person doing that. We were like, oh my... The mash definitely lasted at least... 20 minutes because we're like i'm like no you can't quit out that you wanted this Mm -hmm. so in the end i believe cena won which was great (laughs) well it wasn't great because i had to endure watching that but i was happy he didn't get my friend to get his way so i always associate hurricane versus cena as the worst ladder match i've ever seen in a video game i Remember, and, and I actually just thought of a hurricane story mm-hmm. while you were talking about yours. It's not as long as yours. No, that's right. Although it was really good. I, I laughed. Um when I was when I used to do E feds, mm-hmm. um, there was one that I was in and we had somebody as the hurricane. So I was asked to write the match. Do you know sure. make the match. Hurricane's manager in our league at the time was George W. Bush. <laughs> I look I look back at it now and I'm like, that's probably one of the best things that could have ever happened if it was true. <laughs> that's pretty great. Oh god. Do you have anything else for this segment? Yeah, I do. Um Randy Orton's Titantron says in my veins, and I wrote, what's in his veins? Because he's the Viper, but, you know, out of curiosity, I want to know what's in his veins. Maybe it's orange juice. Maybe. Aiden English might have had the worst theme of all time for a Royal Rumble competitor. I know it's opera, but that did not sound like opera. That just sounded like a woman screaming, making noise. Okay. Wow. Um, actually, no. Nah, you know what? I'll save. I'll save that sign for when we go back before we get to the final four. Okay, because we're yeah, we're getting there. We're getting yeah, we're, the we are getting there. Uh, and then I wrote Titus before the slide. Yes, that's true. But we will talk about the slide alone on the next episode. Yes. So this is the before the slide. The penultimate slide right. episode. Right, because we've already... It was a slide episode. Yeah, we did that. The greatest Royal Rumble. We could release that as a three-part episode. This one, the greatest Royal Rumble, and in 2019. Yeah. How much time do we have left? Uh, We're about to count down. Okay. Right about now-ish. And this is our last group of five. 26, Miz. 27, Rey Mysterio. 28, Roman Reigns. 29, Goldust. 30, Dolph Ziggler. And as we make our way to the final four, we have eliminated Cole, Titus, Miz, Rollins, Goldust, Ziggler, Orton, Mysterio. 
and I'll let you start the conversation off. Uh, I got to start off with another sign. This one is when it rains, as in Roman rains, it bores. <laughs> Very good. What else? It's not even the best one. We haven't gotten to the best one yet. I mean, we have to be, though, because this is the last segment. Where, uh, well, I know. Is it the Final Four segment? The best yeah. side of the night? The best side? Maybe the best side in the history of the Royal Rumble. Really? Wow. You mean the, the greatest sign in the night of our sport, of our great yes. sport? Yes. Where's Tony Schiavone when you need him, damn it? <laughs> All right. I, 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 my first note here is, Stop bringing gold dust back and he's not going to fully touch himself. <laughs> Seriously, this guy, I, I swear, he is the Lenny Kravitz of this freaking <laughs> show. I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. Because I don't, I don't know either, because it's really not a compliment, but it's also not an insult. It's just I don't understand why he's the one that gets bought back so much. Just like... On the now, that's what I call podcasting series. Towards the beginning, I was like, I get that Lenny Kravitz has one hit, one or two hit songs, but why is he here? At, uh, why is there a seventh song that he is on here for? Mm-hmm. So it's not really a, a compliment or an insult, really. Right. Uh, the I loved uh, when it was Mysterio, Cena, and Orton versus Balor. That was so Reigns good. and Nakamura. Oh, so good. The company should focus focus on these guys and not the old farts, and the old farts should retire. That's what mm-hmm. I have written down. Um, I also feel like Dolph Ziggler has been on my screen too much, too. Much along the same vein as Goldust. Um, yeah. Now, Jerry Lawler changes his pick during this point, and I just wrote, stop it, King. Just, it, that, that shit is getting old. I also have here that after Randy Orton throws, I don't know who it was, I guess I didn't write it down, he throws someone out, and then he gives like a kiss to the crowd? Yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> He's like, I'll throw him out, Mwah, baby. Maybe it's, maybe, that's, maybe that's for you, you don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I don't go that way. What did you, what else do you have for this segment before we get to the final four? Uh, let me see. I had a couple other uh, during the earlier segments I didn't get into. Seth Rollins, he had some fake Chris Jericho tights on. Mm. It looked like Jericho from two thousand. I would agree with that. Sure. Um, the whole bit with Kofi, the saving himself. Mm-hmm. I wrote, is pan or pancake is foot food question mark? And then when they eliminate gender, and they're throwing pancakes at him, I ask myself, do they eat pancakes in India? Now that's a now that's a legitimate question. Is it a that's, legitimate question? That's a legitimate question. Do they legitimate. eat pancakes in India? Come on. I mean it's. it's it's yeah. hot down there. Anyway. <laughs> it's hot, that's your excuse. It is! <laughs> now, I'm not doubting that it's hot in India. I'm doubting that's I the just, lesser measure don't... of why they would or wouldn't eat pancakes. That's my issue. Well, don't they... Hi, Bill, what do you think they should be eating in India? Well, let's see. They have their rice, so they're good there. Um, Vegetables, <laughs> fruits... Um, Bill, why, don't, why don't you do a look up right now? Oh no! A top top five foods of India, and let's see what comes up. Okay. While you do that, let me just uh, mention here again: the next episode is the 2019 Royal, Men's Royal Rumble, uh, and it's very important because it's the latest one on the list. Although now that I'm thinking about it, it's weird because something happens that's historic on that Royal Rumble that. Needs to be talked about, but we didn't get to that Royal Rumble yet. It's so complicated, guys. Hey, yes. Bill, this uh, this Royal Rumble, the one that we're, yes. we're currently doing, out of curiosity, how was the runtime overall? Was it as long as fucking 2019? 
Ooh, it's close. Is it? It's close. It it might be at the same, or if not, like, just a little short. Not by much. Okay, so I found some popular Indian dishes. Okay. We have biryani, which is a mixed rice, rice dish, which can include any kind of meat, eggs, or vegetables. Dosa. Butter chicken and butter paneer, tandoori meats, vegetables, and bread, mm-hmm. samosas, uh, let's see, malai kofta, matar paneer. All right. And they also have dry a dry dish with potatoes. Uh, it's called alu gobi. Okay. Okay. Um. Do you want to just look up, do they eat pancakes in India and see if something comes up? I'm curious now. If like they're, if the answer is going to be like, duh, of course they do. And then we'll get okay. to the final four. Uh, they actually have um, a spicy pancake. Why is it a spicy pancake? Oh, actually, dosa. That, that's what – or dosa. That was one of the foods. Dosa is a crispy and thin pancake from southern India made from a f- fermented batter of rice and black gram and is served hot with sambar and coconut chutney. Okay. So one of their most popular foods is actually a pancake. All right. I owe an <laughs> apology to everyone in India that was – um, real quick, there was one sign I wanted to bring up. It's not the best one, okay. but a guy held a sign saying "Resurrect the Ascension." Okay. Even though they aren't broken up. <laughs> okay. All right. So I gotta be careful when I uh, when I because I, I don't want to go too fast because you still have the greatest sign in the history of our sport coming up here. Yes. Okay. So it's down to. Balor versus Nakamura versus Reigns versus Cena. And I loved when Cena and Reigns fought. They both they got a you both suck chant. And this is where the greatest sign of all time comes in. What is it? So this sign, I, I keep seeing it. It's a black sign with white uh, lettering. And I'm trying to read it. Like the minute, once Cena comes out for the rest of the match. And I finally pause it and I get it. The sign says, you can't see me and neither will school if John Cena wins, Mom. <laughs> That's a pretty good sign. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> what a statement. I know. This kid's got balls. <laughs> All right. So we got um, Cena eliminates Balor. Mm-hmm. Then we have that Nakamura eliminates Cena, and it's down to Nakamura versus Reigns. Nakamura eliminates Reigns. Nakamura wins. To a huge, huge pop. Yes, and what, what, what my next note said is, how is this not the final match? Well, because the women are making history, right, Jim. Sure, of course. <laughs> Uh, and then, so how does this happen again? Cause I, cause they, he makes the decision right there. Yeah. So whoever wins the Royal Rumble picks the champion of their choice. But usually it's not right there. No, it's not. So Renee goes up to, Renee Young goes up to Shinsuke. He thinks the fans are chanting for it. And he just says, AJ Styles. Which I look, I get that the, what they're going for here, but if I'm Nakamura, I don't know why I wouldn't choose Brock Lesnar for the main event slot. You know, you have to know as a current wrestler that if it's you and another current wrestler, you're not the final match at WrestleMania. And it's not right, but it's absolutely true. Yeah. He should know that WWE values part-timers over the current roster. Now, this being said, this, I really enjoyed this Royal Rumble. 
This was a very, very fun Royal Rumble. The fans, I think, are a partial reason for this. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, because, I mean, I mentioned the signs throughout the whole episode. They're just in this from the very beginning. Right, right from Rusev Day. Yep, right from there all the way to the end. And that's one of the ra- – I think this is one of the rare Rumbles that I could think of where the fans are in it from the very beginning and stay with it to the very end. Yeah, and also, I mean, and again, who there weren't really any returns, which is great to me because that's the, – the Royal Rumble really lost its way to me in a, in a lot of ways when they started really focusing on returns. Like, who returned here? The Hurricane? And, and that was a one-nighter. And Goldust? Or, no, Gold, it was Goldust there. And, he was there. Well, Rey Mysterio's the other one. Oh, I didn't realize that Rey was a return. Yeah, and that was for I think. Yeah, I think that was a one night one because he would wrestle like one time in New Japan, like four or five months later. Oh, really? Who did he? Fight? He would do. He would do a one off. Who did he fight? Do you remember? He was in a six man tag match with Liger and Hiroshi Tanahashi. I, I think it was against Bullet Club. I do remember this. Now that you when you said six man, I was like, I do remember this. Yeah. Um Yeah, so like and again it it's and in in some ways it really annoys me because it does show okay, other than like Rey Mysterio made it pretty close to the end, but it shows that this match was mostly carried by the current roster. Mm-hmm. And the fans are into it. If you give people enough to care about, and because like I feel like, because Mysterio, he's a he's a big star, but he didn't take away like no one was like, ah, oh, here we go. Exactly. Part timer is gonna eliminate everyone. Like, like you know what? Like how Lesnar did the previous year. Mm-hmm. Like fuck it, you're all you're all current full time wrestlers. Fuck you. I'm throwing you out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it gives that message, which is kind of the reason I think they can't really go much... Fo- they, they're having trouble going forward in general with their with their roster when they don't have the part-timers. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't put the focus on them. They make sure you remember that when the part-timer comes back, hey, all the rest of that stuff doesn't even matter because this guy who's here four times or five times a year is back, so don't even care about anything else. Yep. Um, what else do you have to add as we start wrapping this? Oh, the, the, the path. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the path because I don't have anything else really here. Nope, let's go for it. Uh, well, Shinsuke doesn't have to do anything. He just goes right to, to WrestleMania. Wow, what a crazy concept. Not having a convoluted way to go from point A to point B. Uh, AJ Styles... This is, well, yeah, uh, it's it's a little spoiler. It's not a big spoiler. He would have to defend the WWE title one more time before getting to WrestleMania at Fastlane, where he successfully defended the title in a six-pack challenge. I'm not going to go into who was in it because that's not really the point. We're talking about Nakamura. So we get to Nakamura and AJ Styles at WrestleMania 34. And it was one of the last three matches of that WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was hmm, how can I say? It? it wasn't the next to the last, but it was like the third from the last. Okay. And AJ Styles beat Shinsuke Nakamura to keep the WWE title. Mm-hmm. And then after the match, Shinsuke turns heel. He low blows AJ Styles. And in my opinion, that's where the downfall of aid or of Shinsuke and WWE begins. I would probably agree with that because he was so popular, and it was like, yeah, you know, I I honestly thought going into that WrestleMania he was going to win the title. Mm-hmm. I really did. And for him to lose the t- or to lose that match hurt it a little bit. Well, not a little bit, but it hurt. And then him turning heel, I think, hurts even more. Yeah, I would agree with that. Cause like he was, this was, he was hot here. He, oh my gosh, he was so over. 
I mean, so was Rusev, and you told me he didn't even get the belt. God, right. See, this is what I mean. Like, this Royal Rumble was like the perfect indication of that they can do it, but they just refused to. Yeah. Um. All right. I guess. Uh, any final thoughts, and then we'll we'll give our plugs and whatnot. Uh. You know, this was one of the more enjoyable Royal Rumbles that we've watched. I agree. Um, I I think you have a great mix of the current roster, and you have about two or three vets with Cena, Hurricane, and Rey Mysterio in there that aren't, you know, on either show. Mm-hmm. Um, the crowd is into it. The commentary is not bad at all. It's actually a good commentary. Yeah, that's true. So, I would say it's at, it's one of the better Royal Rumbles we've reviewed. I'd agree with that, and I mean, I might be jumping the gun, although maybe not, but definitely one of the better ones in the 2010s, which I always dread doing. I, you know what? I don't think you're jumping the gun at all. I would put it at I would put it near the top. Yeah, I think that's I think so too. So I'd, I'd say it's the best one that we've watched up to this point. Right, which we uh, and, and to be honest with you, I think we only have like four or five left of the or maybe four of like the 2010s left. Right. The two women's 2015 and 2010. 2010. That's four. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah, because we did the watch alone with 2017, so yeah. We're slowly getting there, everyone. We're almost out of rumbles in the 2010s. Alright, let me give my plugs. That's Podcasting on Twitter and Instagram. Of course, that's Podcasting.com. And, uh, we'll catch you next week. Bill, why don't you say your goodbyes now? All right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. Uh, check out my podcast, That Wrestling Show, which comes each and every Friday. And if you guys have any questions or comments, send an email, eliminated3088 at gmail.com. That's eliminated3088 at gmail.com. Next time around, we will be talking about the men's 2019 Royal Rumble match. Thank you guys for listening to this episode, and the men's 2018 Royal Rumble has been eliminated.